I'm ready. Got all your props ready? I've got... Yeah, I've got the... Uh, I've got the puck and I've got the implant site shelf here. Very good. It looks like you got a whole shelf full of stuff behind you there, too. I do. i got a lot of good stuff. I've got one of those yeah. ladies. We call those leddies. We don't call them yetties. Call them beddies? Leddies. Like talk, talking lead. Mmm. Oh, I like it. Because that we have our sense. own we have our own cups and they're leddies. They keep your drink seconds colder than a yeti. The talking leddy. <laughs> we'll have to uh, exchange cups. Keep yours today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll grab one of these dehumidifiers just for fun and maybe I'll just turn it. Yeah. Yeah, I can't see it anymore. Okay. All right. You ready to go? You ready to do this? Ready Let's to do go. it. All right, all right, all right, Leadheads. We are back with another episode of, you should know what it is because you tuned into it, the Talking Lead Podcast. If this is not the podcast you were uh, anticipating when you clicked on it, then stick around and listen because we got a great show for you today. And if you didn't get a chance, make sure you go back to our previous episodes. And the one before this, I do believe, was the one where we were covering the FLEOA event in Rhode Island sponsored by Feds Protection. Uh, we had a lot of great interviews on that. We've got more to come from that convention, the 2021 Federal Law Enforcement Officers Association Convention. Um, we've got Tour Knives coming up. We've got Geisley Automatics. We've got Sig Sauer, our first interview. Well, actually, we don't have Sig Sauer, so never mind. He wasn't able to do an interview, but they were there. <laughs> I got some cool <laughs> swag from them. Uh, but maybe one day we'll get SIG on. Uh, but several other companies that we were uh, interviewing, and then, of course, we'll get Bill and the guys from FLEOA to give an update on all the awesome things that they are doing to protect our federal law enforcement men and women. And that reminds me, remind me that I've got a jack wagon for that. When we get to our jack wagons, I forgot about that one. But I'm sure I'll remember it. So joining me today, my guest is, you've probably seen her on YouTube. She's been on a lot of the, the YouTube channels. And uh, we're going to be talking security, safety, accessories for your safe, all things in those realms with Lockdown. And Renelle Franklin with Lockdown is joining us. Renelle, welcome in. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Well, we're glad to have you here. This has uh, been a while in the making. Yeah, you just, uh, I don't know if this is your first baby or not, but you just just uh, became a mother. Is this your first baby? No, this is my second. Uh, okay. And now I'm done. I got a boy, I got a girl, and it's it's over. You got one of each, mission complete. <laughs> yep, yep, boy. And uh, I got my son, and I definitely lost all of my shooting skills. Boy, Uh-oh. you don't realize how much shooting a firearm is a use it or lose it skill until you don't get to do it for like a full year. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's those things, one of those mechanics, muscle memories that you got to keep honed and, and keep tight. Uh, you should have listened to some of our previous episodes because we had some dry fire, dry fire episodes that we had on that you could have been doing while you were. I did. I actually did listen to that one. Okay. Um, and I am I am a big fan of dry firing. I, I definitely believe in it, especially just, you know, learning the whereabouts of your own house. But uh, I didn't do enough of it. That's for sure. Well, uh, other priorities in life, and congratulations on being Thank a mother you. again. So, um, 
it, was this the boy or was this the girl? This was the boy. I've got a three-year-old daughter and now a two-and-a-half-month-old son. Two-and-a-half-months old, and you're right back in it, right back in the swing of things. <laughs> <laughs> Doing the Talking yeah. Lead podcast. Doing the time. I love my job. You know, I love this industry. It's really, it's a, a passion for me. So I told my husband when we got together, I said, if one of us ever stays home with the kids, it's not me. Just so we're clear <laughs> on that. And you just uh, laid it I, down I, I right love being home, but I love being back. Yeah. Well, we're, we're glad to have you back. And I've been looking forward to this episode. Uh, you guys, lockdown has a plethora of accessories. Uh, as I was saying earlier, for your safe, for your home security, for firearm concealment. And we're going to talk about that. Uh, but we want to hear a little bit about you and your background, how you got into this industry. Tell us a little bit about that. Ooh, how I got into it's kind of fun. I was actually uh, bartending after college, bartending, traveling, doing all that fun stuff. Uh-huh. And uh, one of my friends t- talked to me into applying with the temp agency. And they said, well, do you like guns? And I said, you know, I I enjoy guns. And they said, well, why don't you apply for this job for Crimson Trace customer service? I'd never heard of Crimson Trace before. Mm-hmm. Aside from going out in you know, the back 40 and shooting with my friends, you know, I hadn't really gotten into firearms. Do you think it and, was an uh, Alabama Crimson Tide company? Is- <laughs> oh, yeah, honestly, you know, I had to go home and Google it. And, you know, working in customer service for a while, it's amazing how many people call. Is this Crimson Tide? <laughs> no, but I'm sure it's probably the place you're looking for, you know. <laughs> Roll Tide. Uh, yeah, and they uh, it was funny. Kevin LeHart, um, he works over at Vortex now, but he interviewed me, and he uh, he's like, well, you know, you're really great, and, you know, I think that um, this is, you know, I think we're going to offer you the job, and he's like, but how do you feel about this being a temporary position? And I looked at him and said, Kevin, I love it here. I love what you guys are about, and I don't want you to worry. This is not a temporary position. Uh, you're, you're, I'm going to stick around. He's thinking <laughs> you were making it a stepping stone kind of deal, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I worked in customer service for a few months and I just saw what marketing was doing. And, you know, they had the Midnight Three Gun Invitational and they were just doing such fantastic things and really educating the masses about, you know, the importance of training and using, you know, every piece that you can to a firearm to, to your advantage, you know, and that's really what laser sights were giving you. And I just really believed in it. And I emailed the director of marketing and I said you know if you ever need help you know where my cube's at and lo and behold you know a few years later I was you know the brand manager for Crimson Trace and we were working and nice it was it was great I loved Crimson Trace they they raised me in this industry it was a amazing amazing company to work for great foundation and then you know I transferred over with American Outdoor Brands to be the brand manager for Lockdown and it couldn't be more night and day, you know, you're going from on the firearm to everything that goes along with the firearm, but it's been, it's been fun. Lockdown is fun. Yeah. It, it looks like it. And I love your colors, by the way. I don't know if you stole those from me or not, but uh, <laughs> you know, that's the talking lead green there. <laughs> right. That, yeah. It's, that it's you a good guys one. Have. We'll have to have you do some, uh, custom custom products. I think we could do, I think we could do some things. Uh, you know, our, our sponsors mission first tactical, they do these awesome things called dump trays. Uh-huh. And you can get logos put on these dump trays. And I use them as armorer's trays. The leadheads know, you know, we use these as armorer's trays. Yeah, I there. saw those on your website. Yeah, so we've got, uh, you know, we've got our logo on a few of these. And we do special events. Like I was telling you, the Flioa Conference, we had some special made up for that. But these make great armorer's trays. Not only just dump trays for, you know, when you're at night dumping your... Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. we'll talk about getting some of those made with our logos on there. We'll do a little 
little collab with lockdown I love and that. talking later. and we got to talk about events you brought it up mm-hmm. i'm bringing you i'm bringing you to an event this year ah well let's talk about that offline because there's some opportunities <laughs> uh coming up in january <laughs> as a Perfect. matter of fact will you buy were you guys going to a shot show if it happens if it happens yeah well you know i think a lot of people are have that opinion right now that there's some of the larger ones, just like NRA, they're pulling out uh, for you know their political reasons or whatever. And uh, but the majority of people that I'm talking to are like, yeah, I'm in it. As long as they have it, we're going to do it. We're going. And I think they should, especially for some of the smaller companies, because it's going to open up an opportunity mm-hmm. for some of these smaller companies to to get their foot in the door at Shot Show and really showcase what they can do and what they're doing, what they're about, and you know, really stick it to some of these bigger companies. Yeah, you're I'm right. That's, I was just talking to somebody about that, how this is, if it does happen, it's going to be a different year. I mean, yeah, wholly different, you know, the, the companies that you're going to see there, it is, it's going to be a pivotal year for a lot of those smaller companies to secure that very valuable space for next year. Absolutely. And the innovation, you know, to see some of this innovation that's been kind of drowned out by these larger companies, um, you know, I'm excited for that if it happens, is is for them to really showcase and, and show what they're doing in our industry with with guns and gear and accessories and, you know, all the ancillary things that go along with our industry. You know, it's not just guns. Like you, the safes and the safe accessories and the safety, which we're all about safety here. You know, we preach and teach the training and, uh, you know, the, the proper storage and safety of your guns as well. So that's why I'm excited about the show today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But before we get into that, Rennell, you know what I hear? I hear that talking lead jack wagon train coming in. <laughs> Let's get it. So, Gunny, bring that train in. Hey, Ross, simplified do or die, hold them high at eight and nine. It is time for the talking lead jack wagon of the week, so brace yourself, baby. I know, I'm used to him. I can't believe you got him to do it. I, he offered. It was amazing. Yeah. Wow. Our first year at NRA, uh, we were gracious enough to get an interview with him. And uh, we were telling him about this segment that we do, the Talking Lead Jack Wagon Train. And he was like really down with that. He goes, that's that's really cool. He's like, do you send these people a certificate and let them know that they're jack wagons? And you know, he was just <laughs> all kinds of things. We're like, well, no, we hadn't thought about that. That would be a good idea. He's like, well, do you have an intro for it? And we're like, no. He's like, do you want one? Well, like, yeah, we'd love for, love for you to do one. He goes, all right. He said, is that Mike rolling? And he did it right there on the spot. So that intro. That's insane. That intro you hear, Gunny did that. Uh, NRA floor on the spot. Didn't have a script or anything. Just bam. Dang. That's yeah. amazing. That's gold. Yeah. And then from then on, I mean, he was like, every time we were there, he's like, where's those talking lead guys? You know, got <laughs> to go talk to him. <laughs> he was an amazing guy. We miss him. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely miss him. Yep. So the train has stationed, and we've got some jack wagons. It's been a while since we've done the jack wagon train, and so there's been a ton that we've probably missed. So Leadhead, shoot me an email, talkinglead at gmail.com, and send me your jack wagon nominations. Uh, I've just been so busy traveling, and you know we've been doing some, some other things with the AK Corner. We don't normally do it on the, the AK Corner, so let's get caught up on some jack wagons. Uh, so send me that email, talkingletgmail.com, and, of course, our Leadhead Brigade heroes. We want to know who's making a difference in our 
in our society, in our industry, and we, we want to praise them because they don't get the proper recognition from the, the liberal media these days. We want to make sure that we definitely recognize those people, those products, those services. So do you want to start off with the jack wagon or do you want me to start us off? Oh, I mean, I'm happy to start us off because I can't, I can't stop. Well, I know who you're, I know who's your, yours is. So we're going to save that for last. Oh, it's so good. I know. And it's going to be, it's going to save the best for last. You know what they say. So. Okay. So you start us off. So I'm going to start us off. And this comes from my home state. I'm here in Tennessee. Ken says, armed good guys stopping bad guys is a canard, C-A-N-A-R-D, which means it's a made up false statement. So just to, to read you, that, and this comes from Guns America Digest. Tennessee State Rep Steve Cones, a member of the House Judiciary Committee, doesn't believe that good guys with guns stop bad guys with guns in America like ever. That's not a quote. <laughs> I don't think he said that. But. It says, no joke, and here's a quote. Show me a case, please. We didn't have them in Memphis where a good man or woman with a gun protected and stopped the use of a weapon, end quote, said the Democrat recently. That canard doesn't occur. That just, and then he paused, that dog won't hunt, he insisted. So he's trying to show his Tennesseeism there, I guess, that he's a good old Southern boy, which he ain't. Uh, Republican Cone, you or your handlers need to start reading Guns America. We report on defensive gun use stories all the time. You know, instances where citizens use firearms to protect themselves and their loved ones from armed perps who wish to do them harm. We even have a hashtag, DGU, to make it easy for readers to reference these accounts. Go ahead, click the hashtag. Not only will you find one account, you'll find hundreds. So there you go. So Guns Digest... Guns America Digest has that hashtag, so you guys can look that up. Defensive gun use is what the DGU stands for. Oh, yes, they go on to say, and you might find this interesting. This is the FBI Uniform Crime Report for 2020. According to the data presented, armed private citizens killed more criminals during the commission of a felony last year than law enforcement. Per the numbers, armed good guys terminated 343 suspected felons while police fatally shot 298. And that's just what was reported. And it says, As of our friend Alan Godelib, chairman of the Citizens Committee for the Right to Keep and Bear Arms, observed with respect to the FBI's report, the use of deadly force is not something anybody wants, but neither is being injured or killed by some thug during a violent criminal act. So there you go. Um, Republican, or not Republican, State Rep Steve Cohen of Tennessee, Democrat. Welcome to the talking lead jack wagon train. <laughs> I mean, that's just a, a perfect case of the left, again, with their agenda, ignoring the facts. The facts are out there. They're very well mm-hmm. stated. It's documented. Even the FBI has docu- documented cases of good guys stopping bad guys with guns. Very good. He's he's never going to live it down. I don't understand how people can get up in front of the world and say things like that that are so erroneous. But they do it every day. Yeah. Every just, single day. They do this. Oh, 
I don't get it. Can't fix stupid. <laughs> you, just, you just can't. But yeah, a good report. If you guys want to read the rest of that article, gunsamericadigest.com, uh, and it's there. So there, there's a jack wagon. That's a good jack wagon there. So I was telling you earlier, I had another jack wagon. What was I talking about when I had that jack wagon? I was like, remind me that I got another jack wagon. I remember you saying, remind me. Right? I was like, and I got a <laughs> jack wagon for that. I'll have a middle of the show jack wagon. Oh, here's what it was. So uh, I attended the um, the FLEOA National Conference, Federal Law Enforcement Officers Association mm-hmm. National Conference, which I've attended for the past four years. And my avid listeners know that I support our law enforcement, military, men and women, without question. Now, do I support the laws that maybe that they have to enforce at time from time to time? No, you know there there are some laws that I've wholeheartedly strongly disagree with, and but the fact that you know they're in the they're in that position, you know they they can't change law, they don't make law, they just enforce it, and that's their jobs, and you can't fault them for that. You can fault some of them for the. Uh, I guess the enthusiasm maybe that they might enforce some laws. <laughs> That's a good word. <laughs> yeah. So um, I had a comment on my my episode, my last episode. Somebody up in North Utah or something like that. I don't. It was on YouTube. But basically, how much you know they f the the federal police basically. Well. I mean, I kind of get that to a certain extent, but I don't think it's the men and women that you're you're upset with. You're upset with the laws, and you know, and I get that, and so are a lot of us. And I just wanted to get that out there, not necessarily calling the guy jack wagon, but at the same time, uh, if you're listening to this podcast. Uh, if you're brand new to listening to this podcast, go back to my past episodes, and you'll know that. I wholeheartedly, this this podcast, Talking Lead, wholeheartedly supports our law enforcement, military men and women, and um, I don't think it's them that this guy was upset with. So That's a really great way to put it. That was very well said. Well, I don't know. I just wanted to get it out there. But I do like your comment, so always feel free to, to speak your mind. I don't filter my uh, my social media stuff. So if you leave a comment, I'll leave it up to, you know, the listeners to get into a back and forth. You know, dialogue is good. People should should talk about their thoughts, their differences, um, not just dismiss them. But anyway, I just wanted to say that. I'm going to throw that out there. So let's let's counter that. Before we get to the big jack wagon, let's counter that with a hero. All right. And Winsome Sears, she is the new lieutenant governor for Virginia, and... I think I've got a picture of her up here. She, um, probably you've seen the pictures floating around on the internet where she's holding an AR-15. She's uh, from Jamaica. So she immigrated here from Jamaica legally. She joined the uh, United States Marine Corps, uh, and she is a pro-gun advocate, it, it appears. Now, I don't know much about her. But I think for Virginia, this is probably a great lieutenant um, governor for them to have. I'm going to share my screen here for our people that are watching on the, the video. So this is her. Here's that picture of her with the the, the AR-15. Whose is it? I don't know. I can't see 
what brand it is, and it looks like it's an aim point. It's got Magpul pop-up sights, Magpul furniture, um, but she's got it turned around the other side. It's got the, the manufacturer on it. But being a former Marine, I don't know if that's how they teach them to hold an AR in the Marines, but I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more for show. But anyway, I mean, I, I commend her for going public with that. And uh, there was a quote that she had that kind of went along with this Jack Wagon uh, Tennessee guy. Anyway, she is our hero. And the people who voted her and the governor in Virginia uh, are heroes. So good job, Virginia. Fantastic. I love that she's using that, you know, she's unabridged, just showing it. I mean, that's amazing. Out there doing it. And uh, Mm -hmm. Jamaican, immigrated from Jamaica, you know, the ultimate success story here. Marine veteran Winsome. Here it is. Marine veteran Winsome Sears becomes first female and woman of color elected as Virginia's lieutenant governor. Our 2A rights protect us, and as an immigrant from a third world country, I value them. There's a quote right there. That's not the one I was looking for, but that is a good quote from from her. So there is our Leadhead Brigade hero. Welcome to the Leadhead Brigade Lead Force One, Winsome Sears. And... Here's our our big jack wagon of the week, and I don't think anybody's going to be surprised about this one. Uh, and I think it's going to lead to some discussion between us here. So, Rennell, you have the floor. We got to talk about Alec Baldwin shooting people. <laughs> Bam! There it is. <laughs> I mean, come on! I mean, the whole the whole thing. I mean, the top to bottom, front to back, it's all garbage. <sighs> so, for those who don't know. And have been in the dark. Uh, Alec Baldwin was shooting this movie called Rust. It was a western. Uh, and this has been a few weeks ago. So he was practicing. I think it was in between shoots. They got the prop gun. He was practicing his, his scene. And he fired off the rounds, the guns, which was supposed to have been blanks. And he shot the cinematographer, the lady that was doing the camera, and I guess the director or somebody else got mm-hmm. got part partial partially shot or wounded. They haven't I haven't really got a clear, concise what happened to that guy yet. But it killed the cinematographer, and of course he, you know, goes on his big campaign now of boohoo, pitiful me, blah blah blah. Of course, he was anti-gun to begin with. So, and that's, that's really what I've got to say is the jack wagon of the day, right? Because one of the points that I think hit me so hardcore with this was most of the, the people who are against firearms, but then choose to utilize firearms as, you know, props. Glorify them in movies and theater. Yeah, those are where the accidents happen, right? Because what happened was the assistant director grabs one of these prop guns hands it over and says it's cold but he's not a gun guy he doesn't check it you Mm -hmm. know baldwin not a gun guy he doesn't check it and he just starts doing his thing any person who was firearms trained out of habit would have checked it right but it's those anti it's anti-gun people who don't know anything about firearms and then choose to handle firearms that's when accidents happen 
Yeah, and here's and I'm not defending this any whatsoever, anyway whatsoever. But yes, I mean if if he would have been educated on the basic firearm safety rules, treat a weapon as if it's always loaded. Uh, even if somebody hands you one, you double, you know, you recheck and make sure that it's unloaded. Never point it at some someone and or something unless you plan on destroying it. Know what mm-hmm. your target is and what's beyond your target. You know, yep. Keep your booger hook off the bang switch until yeah. you're ready to go boom. But if you know if they would just instead of being so anti about it and learn proper gun safety, then and he's been in all these movies too, so you would think he would have some sort of learning. Maybe he just got complacent, took it for granted. I don't know. I'm not defending the guy. I'm not defending you know any of the people on that movie at this point because I've not heard enough about what actually happened. And I, I really feel for the armorer in this situation. Uh, she was like a 24-year-old, just mm-hmm. kind of getting into it, started kind of deal. But here's the thing, too. You know, you say check the those those rounds that they use. I, just looking at it, how are they going to know if it's real or not real? I mean, there should be a certain color and, you know, all that. But, mm-hmm. but here's the thing on the the armorer. Uh, it says, Rust Armor, her name's Hannah Gutierrez Reed's attorney, has issued a new statement just hours after he suggested in TV interviews that someone may have been trying to sabotage the film's mm-hmm. set before a fatal shooting last month. His attorney, Jason Bowles, said Gutierrez Reed, she's 24, doesn't know how a live bullet got inside the gun. Well, I mean, that's her sole purpose in, in that job, yeah. for one before the October 21 shooting, which occurred as actor Baldwin was participating, was practicing pointing the weapon at the camera lens. The gun discharged. The gun didn't discharge. Alec Baldwin pulled the trigger and Mm -hmm. discharged the gun. The gun did not discharge. Alec Baldwin discharged the gun. Don't want to make that clear. Killing cinematographer Helena Hutchins and wounding director Joel Souza, who was standing behind Hutchins. Before Baldwin began rehearsing the scene, assistant director Dave Halls removed the weapon from a cart and said it was a cold gun, meaning that it had no live rounds in it. According to court records obtained by these people who are writing this article, Gutierrez Reed had loaded the weapon with rounds from a box of dummy prop ammunition. I'm using finger quotes. Never in a million years did Hannah think that live rounds could have been in the dummy round box. And I'm pretty sure they're they're distinctive on how they yeah. look and, mm-hmm. and everything. Who put those in there and why is the central question. Hannah kept guns locked up, including throughout lunch on the day in question, and she instructed her department to watch the cart containing the guns when she was pulled away for her other duties during lunch break. Hannah did everything in her power to ensure a safe set. Did she? Mm, yep. She inspected the rounds that she loaded into the firearm that day. And I'm not disputing that maybe she that she didn't do this either. She inspected the rounds that she loaded into the firearms that day. She always inspected the rounds. She did again right before handing the firearm to Mr. Halls by spinning the cylinder and showing him all of the rounds. And then handling him then handing him the firearm. No one could have anticipated or thought that someone would introduce live rounds into this set. So, again, I'm not familiar with the Hollywood dummy rounds or anything like that or how they look. But And, and the primer and the firing cap, you know, when you look at the back of a wheel gun, 
you're just seeing mm-hmm. the back of the 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 round. You're not yeah. seeing the whole bullet. So should she have taken each one out and inspected it again? Probably. Yeah. Um, but she just took it for granted that nobody had tampered with it and that it was good. And you know, the the primers probably look the same on a dummy round as they do a live round because mm-hmm. they there still has to be some sort of ignition and you know pop. But I don't know. Again, so. I'll have to get some experts on the show, and we'll go in more detail on this. Um, we've had, um, you know, the Leviathan Group, who provides firearms to movie sets on the the show. Uh, I know some prop masters um, that I can talk to, maybe get them on the show too, and, and talk about this in more detail. But it just, it just, there's not a lot of details coming out at this point, so I don't know. You know, I can't say it's this person's fault or that person's fault or this should have been done or that should have been done. But the whole thing definitely is Jack Wagonery and deserves a ride on the Jack Wagon train. Yeah. Well, and, you know, to your point, I, I, I don't think in this situation it is one person's fault, right? I mean, there Absolutely. is, because as all firearms owners know, and that it takes multiple things to go wrong for an accident to happen. Yeah. That's There's why a chain there's of accountability. Rules. Yep. That's why there's four rules of firearm safety, because even if you're missing one, the other three will still keep you safe. Yeah. You're missing one. And that's the thing. If, if that firearm went through multiple hands, if every one of those hands did what we do as firearms owner, which is check and double check and make sure and make sure that we're following those rules, this wouldn't have happened. Yeah. You know, proper training. And, you know, that's one thing that I have always been about in this industry is training and, you know, proper firearm knowledge. And that's why I'm really so passionate about lockdown is, you know, keeping people safe and keeping firearms safe. Yeah. It's, it takes both. Yeah. And if, you know, like you said, if they would have followed those rules, each person that handled that gun followed the rules, then this could have been avoided. Even if somebody was trying to sabotage. Because once she once she handed it to him, again she should have checked those rounds. You know, another another rule maybe for movie props that needs to be thrown in there. Um, you know, always double check your rounds. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's sad. You know, it's definitely sad. And it the sad part about it is this is going to come back on the firearms community, the firearms industry. Not yep. the blaze in that one article. The gun went off. Yeah, the, just the way they so they word things. things. Yeah. It's, it's those little things that, you know, just this is going to come back to the firearms, the, the firearm itself, and people are going to villainize it. And, you know, boo-hoo, poor Alec Baldwin. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, guns don't kill people. Alec Baldwin does. <laughs> if you, <laughs> Please, if you, can we put that on a shirt? <laughs> have you seen that meme? Oh, and another one. Uh, I saw this one the other day. A student of the gun posted this and had a picture of Abraham Lincoln sitting there and it said never trust an actor with a gun and it's quote abraham lincoln probably (laughs) 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 oh that's fantastic i love the internet priceless yeah so there you go Uh, if you guys want to know more about that or if you've got more information you got some maybe inside scoop you want to share with me talking at gmail.com uh maybe we can uh do a whole episode on it. I don't know. I don't know if it's interesting, that interesting or not, but it definitely is something that we need to keep our eye on because it is going to come back against the firearms industry. Well, and I, I, I do think you should do a whole episode just on how prop 
firearms work because there are there's so many different levels and different parts and pieces, I the bullets, right. the targets. The that would make a great episode. We we did one on video game firearms, how they mm-hmm. how they do that, the sounds and mm-hmm. the the sights and the ammo and you know all that stuff. So yeah, we'll do one on that. That's a great great. Season. We'll get we'll have you on for it too. Just so I can listen. Just so you can listen and go. Oh, okay. Cool. So, yeah, <laughs> they did jack up. They are jack wagons. <laughs> so, there you go. That is enough for the jack wagon train. Going to get that train out of here and the Lead Force One. Uh, take Miss Sears for a, a ride around the flagpole there in, in our plush G10 Lead Force One. <laughs> now we want to learn more about lockdown as we were talking about you know safety and security. It's kind of where a jack wagon uh, comes into play and talk about lockdown, how they got started and, you know, what you guys are doing for the firearms community in the safety room. Yeah. So, you know, lockdown got started before I came on the scene. I've been with lockdown for just about two years now. And they said, you know, how about you be the brand manager for lockdown? And I said, well, who's lockdown? <laughs> and come to find out, Lockdown has been around for over a decade now. And we are the number one vault accessory company out there. Whenever, if you've got a vault, you probably own something Lockdown, whether it's a silica gel or a door organizer or a handgun organizer. Everybody owns Lockdown. No, nobody just knew who it was. So that's, you know, that's been my mission for the last two years is just, you know, let people know that Lockdown's who they've been trusting and who they want to trust as we move forward and move in to, you know, bigger and better products than just those oldies but goodies. Yeah, and and just so there's no misunderstanding, lockdown doesn't make the safes. They make the safes more safe. Yeah, we we protect <laughs> they your, make your safe and more safe from, you know, things like, you know, historically it was humidity control. You know, mm-hmm. we did the silica gels. We made sure that, you know, when they're stored, they were stored safely. We have always been about firearms, safety, and security inside your vault, however you're storing them. Um, yeah, Lockdown is the accessory company. There you go. And we're going to talk about some of the, the newer products that Lockdown has out. And I've got a couple of those now. You're so gracious enough to to send them to me and let me try them and test them out. And, you know, I warned you, if you want something broken, send it to me because <laughs> I break everything. Um, but, and that is what we want. We want you to break it so we can fix it and we can build it better. <laughs> so I, I've got it on my my board behind me. It's the puck, and I've got a big magnet behind it, so I don't want to pull it off. But uh, let's talk about the puck and what the puck is offering our listeners in additional safe security. And home yeah, so <clears throat> the pucks, the puck is fantastic. I mean, there's really no other way for me to put it. So we launched it in 2020, and in that time, it uh, won two awards. It won the uh, Guns and Ammo Product of the Year, and it won the Shooting Illustrated Product of the Year, also Gun Tech of the Year. Nice. Um, yeah. So what the puck is, right? You download it pairs with our Lockdown Logic app. 
and anywhere you put that, it's going to, on your phone, track temperature, humidity, tampering. It comes with a door sensor, so it can tell you whether a door has been opened or closed. And this was specifically designed for the vault, right? You mm-hmm. take your standard vault in your garage, in your basement, wherever. You know, it's it's out of sight, out of mind most of the time. Well, this is bringing you this level of security that tells you, you know, not only are your firearms safe from the elements, but also intruders. Is somebody jogging your door trying to get in there did somebody actually get in there and it'll send you these notifications to your phone once we developed it for the vault we realized that there's you know people don't always store their handguns in a vault mm-hmm. right you might have you might have it in your bedside drawer the in plain sight furniture is a huge phenomenon you know lockdown you know we did we came out with our own you know in plain sight shelf that we're giving away on the show but there's other products out there and it's really funny I don't think people realize that they worry about temperature and humidity in their vault. And then they go buy this in plain sight furniture, they throw their guns in there and they don't think about the temperature and humidity anymore. Yeah, right. So the puck is really, that's I think one of my favorite places to use it is in that in plain sight furniture. You know, it's in your living room. Not only is it telling you if they're, you know, the humidity is too high in there because you probably don't have silica running in your, your living room, but the added level of security uh, as you mentioned with kids, mm-hmm. you know, there's, I've got two babies at home. They see me open up the shelf, you know, use my magnetic latch, pull it down. They know that there's stuff in there and, you know, kids are curious and you never know. They could go over there and they could be trying to open the shelf, you know, an intruder could break in and, you know, bump the shelf or, you know, anything. And the puck is the only way that you're going to get a notification and get that higher level of security from those products. Yeah, it's uh, it's a great notification system, I guess I want to say. Uh, mm-hmm. It also has a deterrent feature as well that that you can set. So it's got several different settings um, that you can that you can set up with this. And I've kind of been playing around with some different scenarios and and whatnot because you sent me another one of your products. It's called the uh, the plug. Uh huh. And they work in conjunction with one another. They can work. So it basically turns your your plugs in your house into smart plugs. So it turns your house into a smart house, smart home, um, which mine is not. (laughs) I got a stupid home. My garage door just broke. uh, Other things going on. But anyway, so I I like the fact that your products also integrate with one another and you can combine the things, um, the products to work with one another. and, And you can, you know, the minds, you know, your imagination is the limit on this, this stuff. But well, I was talking about your puck. So talk about the different modes that you have for the puck. Yeah. The um, So the, the puck is really, he's the smart one out of the two. The, you know, the puck will track your temperature, track your humidity. As you mentioned, you know, it has an audible alarm mm-hmm. that's just annoying enough that, you know, if somebody is messing with your in plain sight shelf or it's you can take this thing anywhere that there's wi-fi so especially for you and i when we go to shot show and you know say we've got to take some guns back to our room because you know shipping went off you know you could throw one of these in your pelican case and it's going to be the only way you know if the maid or somebody's in Mm -hmm. your room or somebody's broken into your room and is stealing that pelican case right because it sends you It'll send an email notification, it'll send a text notification, and then the app itself, I think, just notifies your phone when it's on your, uh, when it's just on your phone there, too. So, and you can set all this up how you want. So, if you want to set a level, and sensitivity is another thing, you can set the levels of sensitivities. Mm -hmm. Um, And if somebody is just, you know, maybe they're 
trying to shake your case open, you know, so you'll get a you'll get a notice on that, or you can set it to alarm if you want to, or if impact. So yep. if like somebody's actually trying to break into it, so you set the set the sensitivity to maybe a little bit higher on that, to mm-hmm. where that's when the alarm goes off, where you just get a notice maybe if they're shaking it, and then you could manually manually turn the alarm on if you wanted to as well from your app. Mm-hmm. So there's so many different options that I like about this. <laughs> I mean, are. it just it can go. Uh, we could go on for days and days on the different combinations of things that you could do with this. Um, but when I got it and I started going through and you t- started telling me everything that it would do, but that, that's what my mind does. It just starts turning. Oh, I could do this and I can do that. And uh, with the plug, then I could you know, have a whole other level of I could plug it into my lamp or a light source. And that when the alarm goes off, then a light also comes on and it flashes in the person's eye or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, you know, the, the puck is in your vault. And, you know, dehumidifier rods are one of those products that lockdown has been tried and true on for a long time, but they're kind of just this constant running machine. Now you can put the puck in your vault and plug your dehumidifier rod into the plug and the puck will tell the plug when it needs to turn on and turn that dehumidifier rod for you. There you go. So it's, you know, they're great products. As you mentioned, you know, they're both controlled by the same app. There's no fees for the app. You know, it's, it's there. You can have as many lockdown products as you want, which is great because we keep coming out with more of them. You know, the puck was our first, Mm -hmm. the plugs coming out in January as our second. And then you got the big daddy coming out. We've got the big bang. (laughs) 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 The door. Yeah. We've got the door. So, you know, it's going to keep coming. So, you know, you want, you know, we're determined to keep that app free, to keep it so you can have as many products as you want. You know, you should have multiple pucks because people don't, you know, you keep your firearms in more than just one place around your house. Yeah. And and I want to get into some of our listener questions too here in a minute because they're going to address probably a lot of these things that we're going over. Uh, but the car, you know, your vehicle. If, mm-hmm. if for some reason you need to leave your firearm in your vehicle, uh, then this gives you another level of, of awareness if someone's trying to steal it in your, in your vehicle. So the puck runs off Wi-Fi. You can take it anywhere that Wi-Fi is available. Mm-hmm. So as we mentioned, you know, you can really put it anywhere around your home. Um, you can bring it to your hotel room, you know, when you're out and about, you know, that. But that's one way that we keep it free to you is, you know, because it's connecting to Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. So you could have a hotspot in your car. Absolutely. And a lot of the newer cars have Wi-Fi. It's, <laughs> you know, it's all possible. You know, it's it's amazing what new technologies are coming out every single day. Right. Yeah. And then you got the Wi-Fi extenders and, you know, all that, that you can mm-hmm. uh, increase it in your home, the security in your home. You know, you, you said this is designed for the safe. And, uh, but there are so many other applications that you could put this on. You know, you could put it on your windows, you could put it on, you know, your, you can put it in your toolbox. Your toolbox is another, yeah, that's another thing I was going to get into. Um, you could put it on the door to your recording studio because you have a lot of really expensive equipment in there. Right. Or, <laughs> or if, or if I've got a room that I don't want a kid in, maybe a pantry and I got a little fat kid that eats too much and no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kidding. Yeah. There, but there are endless possibilities that you can do, but it's specifically set up for, you know, firearms and uh, firearm safety and notification. But it is. And for right around a hundred bucks, you know, for, yeah, that peace of for, mind it's given you, the adaptability, you know, why why not? Yeah. And it'll run on batteries or you can um, plug it in with your adapters, your phone adapters, the USB. 
uh, adapter. So if you've got a plug in your safe, you're not going to have to worry about changing out the batteries every, you know, two weeks or three weeks, however long those batteries last. Uh, mm-hmm. So you, you get the option there. But the great thing is, you know, the app also monitors your the battery consumption. So, you know, if you are trying, you know, different power sources, you know, I have people who successfully use power banks oh. and they'll probably get into a power bank. You know, we do recommend having it constantly co- using a, a constant power source just because it is a security product. And, you know, I don't want it to run out of batteries or anything. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there are scenarios where, you know, maybe in your hotel room, you don't have a, an outlet next to the door or anything. So mm-hmm. batteries work well. It will tell you how much battery life you have. It'll send you a notification if the batteries are going to die. Okay. So auto so notify you. On that? Mm-hmm. It will That's notify cool. you. So, you know, that takes care of a lot of that. And it does open up those scenarios where, you know, power banks, rechargeable batteries, we have not tested those things. So we can't speak to, and there's so many different kinds that we can't speak to what sort to everyone, of um, yeah. dependability you're going to see. But, you know, that's what the app's there for. That if, you know, it's losing connection, if the battery's dying, the app's going to notify you. Mm-hmm. Same thing with if the Wi-Fi goes down. You know, that's a lot of the questions we get with our products is, you know, being an an app-based product now, what happens if the Wi-Fi goes down? What happens if the power goes out? The app's going to notify you. The app is, the app will search and see if its products are, you know, are your products online? Are your products doing what they're supposed to do? And if it senses anything out of place, that's when you receive a notification. Yeah. So I've got mine set up here. And I, like I said, I've got it back here behind me on my banner. And if I did this right, <laughs> we're going to test it. So I just I just armed it, turned it on. It's blinking. So I think I got it on. Let me make sure. So I'm going, and you can see that. It, get an arm i'm going to disarm it just to make sure you heard it beep mm-hmm. see so i disarmed it there and I'm, I'm doing this all through the app i'm going to arm it and i don't know if everybody can see this or not but i've got my temperature it's telling me my temperature there so if i had some sort of a thing set up for notifications on that it would tell me about that but at a glance i can just look and see how everything is um humidity and now i'm going to go to the logic which this is where you can set up different um scenarios notification notification scenarios with your puck and if you've got the plug with the plug and they're called it's called logic mm-hmm. all right so the way i've got mine set up click on it so you put your puck which puck you're setting up uh what's the trigger event so what's going to send you the notification or make the alarm go off or whatever it is you, you set that here so i've got mine on tampering uh and then i've also got it tied in with the plug if you got a plug there you could hold up and then show them what the plug looks like i do yeah hey. and this is just a three-pronged plug you, you plug it into your your wall uh, you can plug it into, or you can plug an extension cord into it as well, because I've tested it with an extension cord, uh, power adapter strips with multi-ports, and it worked on that. Uh, so Christmas is coming up. That's right. Christmas lights. Christmas lights. So you can turn them off and on when you're not at home. 
not have to worry about whether they're on or off. Uh, and then I've got the action to, when the alarm goes off, I've got a light set up on it that it'll come on. So let's see if I did this right. I probably screwed it up but <laughs> <laughs> because I do that often. But we're going to try it. So I've got everything armed, everything on, just to make sure. Yep. So if I tamper with it, tampered with it so it's going off but my light didn't go off go on I probably did something wrong but then I can go and I can turn it off so I'm I'm in let's say where are you where do you live Missouri yeah. So I'm in Missouri. Columbia, Missouri. And I get my alarm goes off. I get a notification on my phone, which it did send me the notification. See right here. I get it. It's, I got it set up to send me an email. And I've also got it set up to send me a, a text notification. And it says tampering detected. And I can click on that and it'll go to my device. And then I can turn it off, arm it. Uh, I can manually turn on the light if I didn't have it set up to automatically go off. So I'm just doing that with the touch of a button. My light's coming on, coming off, just by me controlling it here. You could have it hooked up to a radio, too, to make a lot of noise, you know, like in uh, Home Alone mm. <laughs> <laughs> or a TV to blare loud music or something for an intruder. Yeah, have your own Home Alone setup just right? using the, the smart plugs. The smart plugs in the, uh, in the puck, so... There it is. I uh, I did something wrong. Well, you know, as you mentioned, this is one of our, our newer products coming out, and uh, and I've only had know, a couple of days to play with it too. So, in in my defense, <laughs> <laughs> uh, vault accessories. You know, that's what lockdowns bread and butter are, right? Yeah. But smart vault accessories. The puck was the first one that we ever did, and you know, we learned a lot. And there's a lot that goes into app development and. Uh, you know, product development when it comes to all that stuff. And it's really been a, an interesting last two years. The plug is the second product in the line that's uh, going to launch. It's going to be available in January. Right now, we're in our testing period. And what we incorporated to make sure that, you know, going into the firearms industry, we're putting out the most reliable products is we incorporated a pilot testing program. Yeah. And uh, so that consumers, you know, new consumers can access our product before they're launched, get them at the get them at a good deal and just do some live testing for us and try and find any of those glitches or any of those things that, you know, we can correct before we ever put them out into the market. Um, so we're exciting. We're actually in the pilot testing period right now for the plug. People like yourself who are really good at breaking things are our favorite. And, uh, yeah, we're excited about the product that will launch because of, you know, the things that you're doing. I think I didn't have it turned on. <laughs> I think that's why I didn't go off. I'm going to try it one more time. Device. I'm going to set it for... Oh, there it goes. Boom. <laughs> there it went. Well, that worked. I think I need to turn the sensitivity up a little bit. 
There's a, well, you know, and as you mentioned, there's, there's a million ways you can slice this thing, right? We wanted to give you, we wanted to give our consumers as much customization as possible because there are unlimited ways that you can use this puck. Yeah. But, you know, with more customization does come a little bit of um, users, you know, just kind of getting there and playing around and, and, and this will evolve as, as more people start using it because you'll get customer feedback on, features that they would like it to do and so it's going to evolve and improve uh you know the innovation that's what we like on this show and that's what lockdown is they're a very innovative company not only with this puck but the other uh, products that you offer as well with the dehumidifiers you've got several different products for the dehumidification in your safe you've got the the concealment with the furniture then you've got the magnets also which mm-hmm. i think are great the concealment uh, magnets where you could <laughs> I could have one under here and I could have my gun on that magnet and then just easily readily access it um, with that magnet. You should have one under there with a gun on it. Well, I don't. I don't have one under here. I I'll have to, to fix that. that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you could put these uh, endless places again. Uh, and then the, the organization, you know, that's another thing that you guys offer is organization within the, the safes. So you order, you offer all sort of... Um, different vault drawers, hanging organi- organizers. Uh, you've got the pistol racks that you that you offer. Talk a little bit about some of the organization products that you guys offer. We want to really be all-encompassing when it comes to what you need for inside your vault. As you mentioned, we don't sell the actual vaults themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so yet. we just want to make sure that once you buy your vault, that we're your one-stop shop for everything else that you need. It's like you mentioned, the organization systems, you know, barrel or, you know, butt down storage, long gun storage, door storage, uh, different lighting options Mm -hmm. for, you know, different size vaults. Uh, You know, one of the most interesting products that we have that I think are super underrated because they are just kind of ugly, but are gun socks. You know, (laughs) I think we all kind of have those firearms that we don't pull out that often. Yeah. Um, And gun socks are a fantastic way to just make sure that they're safe. You guys offer Um, gun socks? Yeah, we got gun socks. Okay. I missed that. I'm I'm actually in the market for a couple of gun socks. Yeah, we've got, we've got them and they, you know, I never really would have thought to use them, but you know, cause you do, you have those firearms that sit in the yeah. back of the safe. This keeps them safe from the elements, but also just safe from getting all banged up. I've got a sock right here. It's not one of yours, but this is what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're fantastic. And, you know, we have ones for handguns, ones so that you can actually leave your uh, scoped rifle on there and just fit the whole thing in there. Oh, a little water um, sock. Nice. Mm-hmm. Very good. So, so, yeah, I mean, a little bit of everything. And, you know, we, um, at the end of the day, lockdown is always going to be a firearms supporter. You know, we are always going to put firearms first. And that's what, you know, we really drew a hard line in the sand as we moved into these smart products is we're not trying to be just another smart product company. We want to be, we are right now the only smart company that is 100% about supporting 2A. You know, Ring isn't going to come out and say they love firearms. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> you know, we're, we are so, a smart company and we absolutely love firearms. And that's what we want. We want to bring smart security monitoring, giving you that competitive edge into the 21st century. You know, instead of this very archaic vault, the vault that you have today is pretty similar to the vault your father had. Yeah, there's not, other than, you know, the, the digital technology and the wireless technology, there's not a lot have changed with, with vaults. So... 
But no, you, and, that's the great know, thing about your parts, product is that it'll work with any vault. Exactly. You know, you don't have to, and it's a hundred bucks. You know, you don't have to go buy, you know, another couple thousand dollar vault and then pay a couple thousand dollars to ship it. You can go buy a hundred dollar product that brings that vault in, into, you know, what we're used to now, which is app-based products. Yeah. Um, and that's the same thing as we were developing our vault doors. I mean, I know that that's really what everybody wants to talk about. That's what everybody's excited about, including myself. I mean, these things are fantastic. Well, let's talk about them. <laughs> let's talk about yeah, the Yeah, let's doors. talk about them. Let's talk about the vault, vault doors. Let me find one. They historically have, you know, kind of been a cumbersome thing. You know, whenever you went on there, you know, they're very heavy. It requires, you know, a, a harder level of install. Um, a lot of times you had to have a professional company come out and do it for you. And we wanted to make, just like our vault accessories, a very user-friendly, high-tech product that's affordable. I mean, the cost on these doors is you know, what most people will pay for a standard vault. Mm -hmm. So should we start at the beginning? Let's start at the beginning. Yeah. These doors are meant to replace any door in your home. If you've got a full room that you can dedicate to turning into a vault, great. If you've got a closet that, you know, just an oversized closet where you would like more ample storage, all you have to do is rip out, you know, that door and rip it down to studs. And then this door comes fully encased in its own insert. You slide it in, you bolt it into any sort of two by four studs or with the bunker, you can do cement or cinder block. And you now have, you know, a vault door and a secure storage. My Very favorite nice. part... Oh, I guess I have a lot of favorite parts about this, this guy. <laughs> but one of my favorite parts is, you know, we recognized that not all firearms consumers are, you know, down with the new smart products. Mm -hmm. You can choose whether or not you want to hook this door up to Wi-Fi. If you don't want to hook it up to Wi-Fi, you can put it in there. It's got that digital keypad, like you mentioned. It's got a flushed recessed handle in case you, you know, want to put this behind, you know, a mirror or a bookcase or really conceal it. Or if mm -hmm. it's somewhere down a hallway, you're not running into a handle. Um, but it's got a flush mount handle, and you can just have a four to nine digit access code. You can give it multiple access codes. It's going to give you a temperature humidity readout right there on the front of the monitor, and you've got a secure room. And if you choose to connect it to Wi-Fi, choose to download our free Lockdown Logic app, you're going to get a lot of that same functionality that we talked about with the puck. It's going to notify you if the temperature and humidity gets in an unsafe range. It's going to allow you to uh, know whenever somebody has opened that door because you can give a code to every any person that you want. Mm -hmm. You can have an access code for every member of your family. And that way, you know, you know, not only know if somebody goes in your vault, but who, you know, is it one of the kids? Is it the wife? Um, you know, who's accessing it? And that way you can call them and say, hey, is everything okay? Mm -hmm. Now, what it yeah. won't do is you can't remotely unlock it. Talk about that. That's something we went back and forth on a lot. It's one of the first things that people ask about when I tell them that, you know, this is tied to an app is, you know, oh, can I can I unlock my, my door from it? Like sitting across the room and it sounds like a really neat thing. And, you know, it does sound desirable. But as we sat down and we're talking about it with our engineers, you know, technology, um, your phone can get hacked. You know, most people, you know, they when they are told to put a passcode on their phone, it's one, two, three, four, you know, or mm -hmm. it's, it's all four corners. You know, people don't take, I think, their phone as seriously about security as, you know, we probably should. I'm included in that as well. 
So your phone can get hacked. People can access, you know, your information. You know, we wanted to make sure that if that ever did happen, that the lockdown logic app would never put you at risk. If somebody did hack your phone, if somebody did access your logic app, they are not able to open your door. You know, even if they access the puck that's in your vault, they're still not able to get into the vault. They may be able to arm or disarm it, but that's not going to compromise your safety, your security. We don't store any of your personal information in there. All this app and these products can do is give you more safety and security. The app cannot harm you. Now, are these doors available now for purchase? No, they are not. Ah. It would be it would have been really good Christmas presents this year, but unfortunately, no, they are pushed out until about April of next year is when we're gonna see uh, them available for consumer purchase. Okay. As I mentioned, and this is going to be special for your listeners, as uh-huh. I mentioned, uh-huh. we are doing pilot program for all of our products where you can gain early product access um, for a discounted rate, you know, a few months before the product is due. So if Sweet. they start, if they sign up for our email service on lockdown.com, they will get a notification when these are available for pilot testing. Okay. So go to lockdown.com, sign mm-hmm. up for their newsletter. Uh, and then that makes them automatically eligible to be one of the first to to get this. Yeah, absolutely. Now you ma- you make these in different sizes as well because Correct. of different size door frames and different size safes. And you can go to their website again. It's lockdown l o c k d o w n dot com. Uh, and under their safe doors, and it says coming soon, and it's got them uh, all right there. Uh, what I really like about this is that, you know, the door itself and turning a room into a safe. Instead of buying just a safe, I can make a whole room locked down with a, a, a safe door and mm-hmm. just have the security and, and everything that you just mentioned that goes along with that. Uh, yeah, you know, as you mentioned with, with the puck, you know, we built, we designed this product and it's 100% designed with firearms in mind. But then as it's developed, we're like, wow, there's actually a lot of other uses for this, you yeah. know, just a secure room in your home for your family in general. Yeah. Um, you know, you can, with a whole room, it doesn't, you don't have to think just firearm storage. I mean, we all do think firearm storage, but, mm-hmm. you know, it could be, you know, just keeping all your valuables in there in general. And mm-hmm. then, like you mentioned with windows, you know, a vault room can be as simple or as extravagant as you like, you know, as we're working with people to build their vault rooms, you know, some people are, you know, going in and reinforcing all their drywall. Some are having cinder blocks brought in to, you know, really reinforce it that way. Mm -hmm. Some are just turning an oversized closet into a vault, you know, for right around $2,000 to have an entire walk-in closet, you know, that's completely secured storage. Yeah. Or if you um, got a basement room or something along those lines. Now, let me ask you yeah. this. Um, if you get inside of it and close it and lock it, can you, mm-hmm. is there a way to access from the inside to unlock it? The inside, we actually put a manual handle to get out. Okay. So that way, you know, there's never any way you could get locked into your vault room because it's just, it's a manual handle that you pull up and slide over and you can get so out. So follow me. So... Uh, let's say there's a home intrusion mm-hmm. and um, the wife and the kids or the kids are there by themselves and you make this safe room. Would that would this be an option for an actual safe room, safety room to where you could go in and lock yourself in and an intruder would not be able to uh, the door, you know, me through the door 
Um, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm just thinking outside the box here. Is that is that another thing that? It is. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. A, sa- a safe room. You know, that's if if the room's safe enough for your guns, it's safe enough for your family, right? I mean, if somebody breaks into my house, well, I want to run to so. the room that has my guns in it. And you know, we we've put this thing through some serious torture testing. I mean, we took sledgehammers to this thing to try and get in there. We actually gave one to a law enforcement agency, a bomb squad. And had them, you know, light some explosives on it to see what it would take to get in there. And, you know, it took it. I, I didn't see anybody successfully break into the door. Yeah. You know, those eight locking bolts, you yeah. know, really did it. Absolutely. And one of the questions that we get is like, okay, well, what if I don't reinforce my room? What if I do just leave drywall on either side of it? And, you know, people are just going to go go through the drywall. Are they going to uh, go to that effort, though? Really? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's kind of where I go. Like, how yeah. many robberies have you heard where it's like, yeah, they decided to go through yeah. some drywall? I mean, if it's just <laughs> if it's somebody breaking in your house to rob your house, you know, they're they don't really they don't want any they don't want any um, interference. You know, so if you're locked up safe in a room, then they're not going to worry about you. Then they're going to go through and they're going to get their stuff and they're going to get out as quick as possible. Mm-hmm. So it gives mm-hmm. you that opportunity. Now, I mean. It, is it a serial murderer breaking into your house and you know that's their goal is to to murder and kill you then again if it's your safe room and you've got guns in there it gives you that that time you know it gives you time so mm-hmm. you can call the police and you can stay there and you know have the opportunity for the police to come but if they do break through then you've got your firearms or you know whatever in there to to defend yourself yeah, but bring the, it on. But the odds of somebody wanting to go to that effort to break into that room after you're in that safe, you know, they're going to be out of sight, out of mind. They're going to get their stuff and they're going to go. And then everybody's, mm-hmm. you know, lives to fight another day. Yeah. And there's, you know, as you mentioned with the puck, you know, you can set the different levels of um, sensitivity. Mm-hmm. So if somebody, you know, say you weren't home and somebody was breaking in and they see this vault room, well, they want to get in there and they start, you know, going through the drywall next to the vault door, mm-hmm. uh, it's going to send you that same notification that you received with your puck that it senses motion. It senses that vibration. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. I, mean, I you like know, it. We, I mean, uh, this is, this is options. So we have options here and I love options. So adding yeah. additional options to your home security, your safe security, you know, just peace of mind is great. And I love what lockdown's doing, the innovation that you're bringing to give options to homeowners to firearm owners. I love it. You know, the, what sets lockdown apart is, and one thing that I really, really love about this company is all of our, all the people who work from start to finish on these products are end users. You know, all these guys, they, they love going shooting on the weekends. They're going hunting. We're going to the range, you know, Mm -hmm. we're going to events. You know, we, we all want one of these doors in our home. So when we're sitting back and we're developing these, it's not a, you know, well, what should we put on this? It's what do we want? What features do we want? What features do we not want? You know, going back to the being able to open the door from your room, that was a, a really long discussion. Yeah. You know, having a, a backup key entry, that was a long discussion that, you know, we went back and forth on and we finally decided, no, we don't want a key that, you know, yeah, we've we've taken all these steps to make sure that it's extra safe, but oh, if they just find the key, then they can get in. It seemed a little uh, unsecure to us. Yeah. So, you know, we didn't put that backup entryway in there. It's We're end users, and you can tell that that's when you get quality products is when the end users are the ones developing it. Yeah, absolutely. So 
I cannot let you go without hitting you with our new guy, new guy, new guy. guy, guy. And sometimes a girl. Questions. (laughs) (laughs) So how did you, or what is your earliest recollection of being exposed to firearms? You know, it was, um, I grew up in Alaska. Oh, wow. And, yep, I grew up in Alaska. And it was, you know, really just going out in the woods and setting up some targets and really not the highest level of like firearm safety <laughs> and security you know yeah. i mean the, the good old days and um you know shooting with family and then when it came to you know the teenage years and it was you know we would go out and do that with friends mm-hmm. um you know just kind of a bonfire and shoot some targets and mud the vehicles around and you know like i mentioned earlier it was um i didn't look at it as a career to me, it was just something that was fun. You know, I went to school to major in sociology. I didn't think that I was going to be <laughs> a brand manager in the firearms industry. Yeah. Yeah. So what is the first firearm that you could call your own that you, that was yours? It was a Smith & Wesson Shield was my ah. first firearm purchase. Okay. The handgun. Mm-hmm. What was a handgun? Protection. It was a handgun. And, you know, I bought it specifically. I'm a um, very pragmatic person. And I was like, well, if I'm going to have a handgun, I'm going to uh, get one that I can carry with me. You know, Mm -hmm. I knew immediately that I wanted a concealed carry firearm and I knew that I wanted a semi-automatic and I happened to get a really good discount on Smith & Wesson there for a while. Nice. So I purchased that and I think my favorite story tied to it is shortly after I purchased it, I had the opportunity to go and attend a Gunsight 250 defensive handgun course. Very nice. And they said, what are you going to shoot it with? Because you're going to go through a thousand rounds over the course of five days. And I said, well, I'm going to shoot my shield. And I said, you don't want to shoot your shield. It's, I mean, that's, that's a small gun to be putting that many rounds down. You know, I mean, that's, it's going to be kind of exhausting. And that's surprising that they would say that because you're supposed to train with what you carry. Well, and that's, you know, that, that's what the instructors not it was not the instructors who told me that I shouldn't do it. Oh, it I was, got you. I got you. Yeah. People talking about going into it. And that's what I told them. I said, well, this is what I'm going to carry. So this is what I want to be most proficient with. And, yeah. Smart. you know, I go to the class and not only was I the only female in the class, but um, I had the smallest handgun mm-hmm. and I was the second best shooter in the class. At the end <laughs> there of it. you go. Take that. <laughs> yeah. So it was, uh, I, I still have that shield. I'll never get rid of it. Good for you. You still carrying it? Or oh have yeah. You, have you upgraded I mean, since then? I've, I've kind of got a um, issue with buying single stack nines. <laughs> <So> you turned <laughs> so into a collector, a hoarder. I have. Yeah, I have. You know, there's only so many of them out there, but you know, I do have have the majority of them. Um, so it is one of my my regularly carried firearms. Nice. So when it comes to, and we we already know. Um, your background a little bit. Um, you don't have military law enforcement background, right? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anybody in your family? My my husband's a veteran. Okay. Um, 
Yep. So I'm very into supporting, you know, veteran companies this year, you know, really I've been trying to find opportunities for lockdown to support veterans and to also support women in the industry in you know, a really positive manner. You know, I work with Becky Yackley. I work with gun girl, Jen, Monica from Pino and pistols, you know, any of these, you know, positive influencer, you know, women who are supporting training and concealed mm-hmm. carry. And I'm really trying to get them on our roster for nice. lockdown. Cause it's what I believe in. Very good. Well, I can introduce you to some other, other people that would be great I for that. I love that. Absolutely. Um, when it comes to pop culture, what is your go-to, whether it be a movie, music, TV show, maybe a book, maybe gaming, um, that you just go to for escapism? Mm. Oh, I mean, that's such a, it's such an odd question for me right now because, you know, I've got a two and a half month old home, so yeah. I'm not getting to do anything right now. <laughs> <laughs> my, pre, my main pre goal kids. <laughs> yeah. You know, I would say that I do when I can, I like to put podcasts on in the background while I'm working. Okay. Um, it used to be that I would listen to podcasts on my way home from work when I had an hour long commute as my like wind down time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoy podcasts. I would say that when I do turn on the TV, I have a habit of, you know, rewatching like the same 50 movies over yep. and over again. What's, what's your go-to uh, I'm branching movie? out by watching Goldeneye. I mean, Go, yeah, old- you're getting into the Bond series and <laughs> you're going to be glad you did. Trust me. I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. But yeah, you know, I'm not good on staying up on current events and I love reading books. I don't have time for it. I so what yeah. is your podcast? What's your go-to podcast that you like to listen to? Oh, I mean, I hate don't to say, say talking it, lead. I, don't say talking lead. It's a, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, it's a, sometimes sometimes it's talking lead. Sometimes it is talking lead. Sometimes it's gun talk. Yeah. Uh, media. You know, I do um, I do listen to a lot of the firearm based shows. I do. Yeah. I see. I'm the opposite I, if, because because I talk about it all the time. When I'm listening to something else, I want to hear something else. I don't want to hear about firearms. So I'll listen to, you know, some comedians or something like that. Um, mm. Occasionally I'll listen to Joe Rogan when he's got like a, a real good conspiracy theorist guest on or something like that. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm really into that kind of stuff. So, I okay, now that I've established myself as um, a responsible adult that listens to responsible podcasts, I would say that the majority of the time I listen to, uh, it's called Sword and Scale. Uh-huh. And it is, it talks about, you know, I think the, the theme of the show is, you know, the worst monsters in life are real. And it talks about true cases of people that have had acts of violence against them. Oh, wow. And, you know, it goes into, you know, different murderers and, and um, breaking and entering. I mean, anything. They, they really just go through and comb through They go through actual, court cases. actual events. Yeah. Okay, and Sword and Scale. I'll have to check that one. Sword out. and Scale. It is like there's honestly sometimes that it is so it is so disgusting what some human beings will do to other human beings. Oh yeah, and that I've just had to turn it off and just like sit in silence for a little bit. Like, did I really just hear that? Like, did that really just ha- did that really happen to somebody? And yeah, I like that. You know, it's. I listen to it and it terrifies me and it especially terrifies me more that I have kids now that there's people like that in the world, but it's like that it reminds unsolved me that you have to be ever vigilant. TV show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You ever watch that? Yeah, so Sword and Scale. Yeah, Sword and Scale. I'm gonna I'm gonna check that out. I like that. And now you're getting into James Bond, which is good for you. That's gonna be your mm-hmm. new favorite. 
digging that. Yeah. What I'm really excited to get back into is shooting guns. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I so, mean, alcohol and shooting guns independently. <laughs> yeah, but, one another. Yeah. Getting them. Yeah. So what's your go-to uh, adult beverage drink? Mm, you know, it's got to depend on the time of the year, right? Mm-hmm. And I used to be a bartender. So, exactly. That's right. Yeah. So you know yeah, your stuff. You know, your you know stuff. there is, um, it all depends on where I'm at. When I'm in Vegas, I really like to drink a Vu Carres. It's a bourbon based, um, you know, Southern drink that mm-hmm. is delicious, but it has to be made right. What's um, in it? It is bourbon and, you know, really kind of all the, the mainstream stuff. I believe it's been so long. Um, it's very similar to an old fashioned. Okay. But it's a Vu Carres. I love uh, old fashions. Yeah, you would love a Vucre. Uh, some right whiskey, off. some cognac, vermouth, Benedictine liqueur, bitters, and some cherry. Okay. So that's got a little, like you said, it's got a little bit of everything in there. Got a little bit of everything in there. So I love those, especially when I'm down in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be definitely drinking those at Shot Show. All right. In the summer, I can't say no to a good margarita, especially if it's a spicy one. Spicy Real salty. margarita. Okay. Yeah, spicy jalapeno on the on the on the rocks with salt on the rim. I've never mm. had one of those. If I'm going to take a shot of something, I really like fist fights. It's, uh, <laughs> fist it's fights. Pendleton and pickle juice mixed together. Oh, I saw somebody doing that the other night. They were like doing pickle shot, pickle juice shots. I was like, yeah, Why those are, are like our vodka. I mean, can we talk about being a, a basic? Can we? I'm not. <laughs> being a lightweight yeah yeah i mean no pendleton and pickle juice it's really it's got to have the right kind of pickle juice and it's got to be shaken just right and strained and they are just to die for um but yeah i heard that like pickle shots are a thing now you like just mix any old pickle juice with vodka and drink it i don't, I don't know they're at the bar the other there were some people yeah. at a bar that we were at doing it i was like yeah no thanks I'll pass on that. Yeah, no, no. But when we when we meet, I will we'll get we'll get some fist fights. Okay, we, I'm a violent we'll, person. By we nature. will get into a fist fight. I love that. Mm-hmm. When it comes to so we talked about you know firearms, you're you're in you're ready for your next firearm. What is your next firearm that you you're looking at buying? Your Walter eyeing? PPK. Really? Or maybe the is that because PPK, of James yeah. Bond? Uh, no, but it was so funny when they, cause I've been talking about this for months now that, you know, I really, so there's, there's two things. Um, my next handgun, I really do want a Walther. It's kind of always been one of my bucket list guns that I don't know why I haven't bought yet. Um, it just, me and that gun just fit together. It's, it's insane. Um, but for, so that's handgun. I'm actually gearing up to do my first rifle build. Ooh, AR? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to build me an AR, just, you know, starting with a 223. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, I, I work closely with Wheeler and Tipton, and they've been doing a lot of gun builds lately. Yeah. We're working at doing like a lockdown Wheeler co-branded um, gun build. So I'm really excited to put together my, my first rifle from scratch. I uh, I would love to have some input in that. Yeah? Yeah, absolutely. I love yeah. building my own ARs and whatever. I will take it. I'm, I'm I, I really pumped tips. about the whole thing. I can give you some tips. I've, I've built. We'll have to have you on it. I've built several. So, bucket list. What is your bucket list thing that you want to do next in life? What's your next check check off bucket list item? 
Oh, dang. You know, I don't think I've realigned that ever since I had children. <laughs> <laughs> you probably scaled down that a little bit, didn't you, now that you got children? I mean, not you know, going to jump think, out of an airplane. Right? Um, honestly, I really want to learn how to use my body as a weapon. Okay. So you want to learn the jujitsu, kung fu, MMA kind of stuff? I really, I was hoping to do it, you know, shortly after, um. You're not talking about putting on a vest with, with explosives. (laughs) No. Yeah. I know. I, um, I, you know, I'm, I'm a gunfighter and I feel confident in my abilities to use a firearm in a defensive situation, but I was talking to my family and, you know, I told them that for, especially being a female, what we have to consider is the fact that, you know, most of the time you don't see your attacker coming, they come up from behind you, mm-hmm. they grab you. And even when you're concealed carrying, you have to get the, a safe distance between you and that attacker yeah. to be able to draw your firearm and use it. And especially, you know, your t- attacker very likely could be stronger than you are. And the last thing you want is him to be able to take your firearm from you. So going back to that training, you know, I have my firearms training. Now I need to give my body the training it needs to get me that distance to make sure that my attacker can't take my firearm away to, you know, looking at it from all sides. I, I wanna... love that. That's a great answer. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So what, is there like a special form of training that you're looking to do hand to hand? I I enjoy kickboxing. Okay. So, you know, I've been looking at, um, there was, there is a kickboxing class here in Colombia that, you know, does kickboxing with a mix of MMA. Um, so I've been looking into that. I mean, right now it's just, you know, finding the time to devote to, you know, a couple hours a week. Yeah. Um, but as soon as I can find it, you know, that's my goal is you'll find it. It'll come. So laws be damned, money be damned. What would you own? Mm. Sky's the limit. I want so badly to buy, uh, I want to have my own compound. Okay. I want my own large piece of property that I can move my my friends and my family onto that we could have like a communal gun range, a communal quadding area, you know, a communal pool. Um, so a Ruby you know, Ridge. Where I just, I do. I want I want to build my own small cult just, is really what I'm teasing. <laughs> I'm teasing. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that is, that is kind of, in a roundabout, people answer that the same way. They want a large piece of property that they can seclude themselves and others, have mm-hmm. a gun range on it, have just privacy kind of deal. So, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So an island, you just buy your own island and just fortify it. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I like that. All right, last question. If you could spend the day at the range with anyone or any group of people living dead fictional who would it be oh dang i wasn't prepared for that one yeah bam i mean can i say gunny you can say just anybody because, you want yeah just because it's typically the first thing that comes yeah typically the first thing that comes to mind is right mm-hmm. so um the gunny yeah yeah, you know, I don't know. I'd have to really put some thought into that one. It's not supposed to. You're supposed to answer it just like that. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'm a pragmatic person. <laughs> Who was the first person I, that came to your mind besides Gunny? There was somebody else you were sitting there thinking. And you're like, I, mm-hmm. uh, 
I saw you nodding. So who, who was it? I don't, I don't know. If I could spend my time with anybody alive or dead. Or fictional. Or fictional. Or fictional. Yeah. See, you didn't hear that part. Oh, dang. James I'm going to think about that. James Bond. I'm going to think. Yeah. I mean, if I could so like hang out with uh, Pierce Brosnan, GoldenEye version, I'm not hating on that. So He's you were, a handsome man. Apparently, because you went to Pierce Brosnan, like the first James Bond to watch. So what what else of his do you like that he's been in? Uh, you Thomas know, Crown Affair? I think the only thing that I've really watched lately is that new one that came out where he, um, it has that one funny guy who acts in all those movies like Wedding Crashers and him and the wife and the kids go. Owen Wilson? Yeah. Or is uh, it they, the other guy? Um, no, he's a Wilson. Okay. Um. But he, him and his wife and their daughter, they go over to a foreign country and then the foreign country actually ends up like in the middle of an uprising and they have to escape. Have you not seen that? I, th- I think I have. It's been out a while though. I yeah. Think. Yeah. And yeah. Pierce Brosnan, like that was like I think the last thing that I really saw with him in it. It was just when I was looking through him because, you know, sometimes. Well, you're too when young you're for back, Remington Steele. Do you remember Remington Steele? Have you ever heard of Remington Steele? Mm-hmm. So he was in his TV series. He was like a private investigator or something called Remington Steele. That was Pierce Brosnan mm-hmm. was in that. You, you should go check those out. You'll probably you'll probably dig those. Yeah, I uh, you know I just when I was looking back towards them, I was worried about going too far back and then like maybe it being like a little too on the bond rustic. No. Yeah. On the bonds. No, yeah. No, no, I was no. just, I was worried. So I was like, well, I recognize this actor. I feel like this what's is good great place. about it was, I mean, you look at the, the time that these movies were made and they were filmed. And of course, you know, he's famous for his gadgets and, you know, car yeah. accessories and things like yeah. that. It's cool how they did it back in those days. And then as you work your way up to the modern day, how they're doing stuff now with, yeah. with Daniel Craig. So, um, Daniel Craig is my second favorite Bond. Oh, I'll yeah. take note of that. Yeah. Pierce was until Daniel Craig came. And then, but, I mean, not Roger Moore. Roger Moore, he was too campy for me. He was too, like, 1960s Batman, Adam West to me. Hmm. <laughs> he was, oh, the Batmans. That's another one I want to run through again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Good old Riddler. The good, The Riddler. Well, very good. So we've gotten to know you a little bit better. Thank you for, for taking part in our new guy, new guy, new guy, and sometimes a girl questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know our listeners, uh, well, they can connect with you on a different level now. So perfect. I'm here. I'm having fun doing things. All right. So let's do this. Let's go to uh, our listener questions because we've got some giveaways mm-hmm. that we want to do. And we're going to go through the questions that our listeners have posted, and we're going to pick two to win some awesome prizes from lockdown. You want to tell them what uh, they could possibly win, Renell? Yeah, we're going to give you one of those, as we talked about, one of these in plain sight shelves. They are, they're fantastic. They mount to the wall. They come in a white or a brown. You know, you guys can go ahead and message which one you like once we select the winners. Um, it mounts easily to the wall. It's got a proprietary peg system on the inside. So you can, you know, choose, you know, full size uh, compact handguns, extra magazines, you know, nice. any other valuables that you want to have in there. It Very is nice. really inconspicuous. I've got these in a couple of places in my home and people really don't realize what's in them. But of course, 
Um, we want to make sure it's extra secure. So we're going to send you an in plain sight or we're going to send you a, a puck also. Um, we developed our in plain sight furniture that it actually has a built in spot for the puck. So it's really easy to just snap that bad boy in there. And then, you know, you know, you have that level of safety and security with that product. Nice. Mm-hmm. So off. So you're giving away a shelf and a puck. Yep. Yep. To one person. Combo pack. To one person. We can choose two if you'd like. Let's do okay. two. Well, I, I advertised two because I thought we were giving a shelf to somebody and a puck to somebody. So oh, I love giving away stuff. Let's give away a combo pack to both. <laughs> okay. Very good. <laughs> so here we go. Let's let's hit our listener listener questions on uh, Instagram. I'm going to go to the grams. And you can pull these up too, Rennell. We're going to go to Facebook and we're going to go to Instagram. And let's just kind of field some of the questions. A lot of them are, are redundant. So we'll probably answer several people's uh, questions with one. I'm going to go to the post. Did you guys repost it on any of your stuff? We can go there yeah, and get we, questions uh, too well, if you want to. I should say I sent it to our social team. And I believe they got it. Yeah, I think you commented on it. They, they got it posted on our stories. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can't post questions on stories. All right, so here we go. We're going to go to Instagram first, and we've got several comments here. Giddy Up says, I just got to ask, why so awesome? Question mark. Fire. <laughs> because we like to take care of our listeners. That's why. Yeah, I love I, um Everybody's been joking that since I took lockdown over, you know, it's really, I've kind of, pushed myself into the brand. Um, I have a lot of fun, you know, last, uh, just earlier this year, we did, we gave away over half a million dollars in prizes. Um, we gave away a Toyota 4Runner, a dirt bike, uh, a PlayStation 4, oh X, my the, new, or the, the new PlayStation, the new Xbox. I mean, when you couldn't get them, we had to buy them off eBay. <laughs> well, you, wait, look back at, you gave away a 4Runner? We gave away a 4Runner earlier this year. A do you, I How tell did you, I not know about is that? The funnest brand. It oh. went from nobody knowing who it was to I'm determined. I mean, we are going to be a household name just because I I love this industry. I love taking care of it, and I love my brand. That is and awesome. we're just we're going to constantly do good things. I want a lockdown forerunner. I'll just go on record oh. as saying that. I'm going to have to send you the photos of it. It was beautiful. It was full custom. Well, don't rub it in now. I don't. Mm. <laughs> Has your company considered a hidden in plain sight solution for securing a firearm in a vehicle? Also, would you would your security system be a good solution for a church commercial setup? Can the customer actively monitor the cameras without the system being armed? Looking forward to another education field episode. So we don't so do cameras. So there is no video. Yeah, there is no video asset. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, I will, I will caveat all of that, right? Everything's a not yet because now that we're in this world, it's going to start, we're going to start cranking them out. You know, the plug's coming in January, the vault's coming in April. There's some other real cool stuff that I can't even tell you about yet that's what? coming down the pipeline, we but are it the is show worth for a exclusives, follow on Rennell. social media. Come on, tell us. Hmm? I said, we are the show for exclusives. You can tell us. Oh, I'll, 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 I will say Hit around toward the end. Hit around toward the end of the show. We'll do that. We'll, we'll hint around at the end, maybe. All right. I don't want to get you in trouble. I can do, I can do it right now. Yeah, you want to do it right now? Okay. Let's hit, I can do it right now. Give us a big hint. 
Um, so with the development of the vault doors, it is only logical that we would continue to develop products to really build out a killer vault room. Okay. I like that. Vault room. Vault room. Okay. So you didn't say you're going to build your own vaults, but a vault room. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of, you know, we are the the firearm accessory company and we're going to continue to find ways to uh, take care of you and take care of your firearms. So, so as Mustangs, we build into vault rooms, there's a lot more products that can go. Absolutely. To- so kind of Mustang kind of maybe alluded to one there with the, with the video, but to his question, um, have you su- considered a hidden in plain sight solution for securing a firearm in a vehicle and... Uh, would your security systems be a good solution for a church commercial setup? Um, vehicle storage, absolutely. That is something that we we talk about often. Um, it's uh, it is it's on my list. It's on lockdowns list to you know really be that from every aspect of your life. You know from from the bedside table on the go wherever you're at, including churches. So yes, you know all of our products would be great for our commercial setting. Yeah. Um, while they all work from one singular app, you can not only set up different ways to notify yourself, but also uh, other people. So one singular person would have the main access to the account to be able to change the settings, but you can set it up to where, you know, yourself and four other people will get a notification if a door is open that shouldn't be, if there's tampering that shouldn't be. Um, you know, we really wanted to make sure we were taking that commercial setting in mind, even though at this point the puck was developed for home use. You got to tell me when I'm sharing my screen. I got to stop sharing there. <laughs> to get you on there oh you've got glasses now <laughs> i can't read i have Getting to clark kennett over here if you let listen to the last episode i was uh i claimed somebody was a singer when they were a signer <laughs> i got hell over that so j edgar paradox can't wait to hear about this company first thing that comes to mind this would be perfect to join up with walk the talk america any talks of collaborating discussions with them on mental illness and your products? Are you familiar with Walk the Talk America? You know, I wasn't until I saw that post. And I want to, I want to tell Elsner one, I mean, I, I have to select them as a winner. I get to select one, you get to select one. There you go. Because I had not heard of them, and I, I researched them, and I have reached out to, to support them. Another company um, that has great color scheme. And I absolutely, yeah, I was in love with their with their website. <laughs> yeah, so, our friend you know, Mike Sodini is absolutely yeah. in support of you know all of those different foundation, different not for profits. You know, we really want to give back to the firearms community and support. You know, we do a lot of support of three gun matches with our influencers. Yeah. Um, yeah. So thank you for for bringing up that company. I had never heard of them before, but I will be supporting them in some way moving forward. So Walk the Talk America is uh, friends of ours. Mike Sodini uh, is the founder of Walk the Talk America. He used to be the um, the president of Eagle Imports. And mm. he, he left that completely and started, jumped in 100% with Walk the Talk America, which it's an organization that's bridging the gap between the firearms industry and the mental health industry. Mm-hmm. And we've had him on several times and there's been talks of working with safe companies on devices um, that when somebody is in mental distress um, mm-hmm. can keep them away from the firearms, kind of, you know, mm-hmm. of their of their own choosing. Um, so, 
I will make the introductions and uh, we'll make that happen. I love that. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I mean, that scenario right there, you know, he could own a puck. And if that's something that he can recognize in himself and he can set up, you know, for if he opens that vault door, it would automatically notify anybody that he had set up to where they could immediately call him, even if just say, hey, are you just, you know, absolutely going in there for, for everyday things. So, I mean, that's it's a perfect segue. Yeah. Very good. Uh, let's see. Let's see. It's Patrick Metal Detecting at Talking Lead. Here's a great question. I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> With me being a potential customer, explain how this is a better product than other companies. So first, you need to do your research on the other companies because we don't uh, talk bad about other companies on this this podcast. Uh, she, Ronell, did an excellent job explaining what their product does and how you can use it in you know potential ways. Uh, so I think we've answered that. Unless you want to go any further. Uh, I mean, all I can say is there, it, the, there's nothing like the puck out there. The puck is the first of its kind. So that, that just takes it right there. Not, the com- other companies aren't doing anything wrong. They just didn't do what we have done with this product. Yeah. And along with all the other products that you have. So the, the variety, the innovation, uh, and then what's to come would be my answer to Patrick and um, why you should consider lockdown. Let's see. Nate Cox BJJ, if you can only afford one plain site shelf, what room is best to put it in? I think that's user dependent. Everybody's house is different. Everybody's setup is different. You know, my my rule for my house is that I need to have a, um, I have a split level home. I have to have a firearm on every floor. So... The in plain sight shelf has really helped me with that because I don't want to have a full vault in every room. Yeah. Um, but you know, I can have a you know a nice decorative shelf that just you know hides a accessible firearm. There you go. And having children or whatnot, you can't be like me, the bachelor, and just have them in every corner. <laughs> <laughs> As you see my background. Uh, let's see, Frajole Breeze. What are some of the most overlooked security misses? Even those with safes hidden away from common areas, nested Wi-Fi routers, properly enforced deadbolts and such, will leave some gap in security. What do even the most security-conscious-minded tend to miss? I'm going to answer this as myself and not the brand manager for lockdown. Okay. Uh, it's, It's your own training. I mean, people will buy every gadget under the sun to keep themselves protected. But if you don't train with it, if you don't understand how to use those to support your own capabilities, then absolutely they're not as effective. Yeah. Just like you train with your firearm and um, you got to train with your, your security devices as well. You got to yeah, know how, how you, to use them, how they work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, everything has limitations, right? I mean, you put a laser sight or you put a red dot on your gun. You know, those aren't made to replace your iron sights. Those are supposed to be an additional um, 
asset, you know, or if you're in a gunfight, that's the same with security products. You know, they are there to be used as an asset to help you have every advantage to get that upper hand. But you still, you have to be ready to use them. You have to train with them. Um, when I was in, in some of my firearms trainings, one gentleman told me, when you are in a high stress situation, you will revert to your lowest level of training. Yep. And that has stuck with me, um, you know, my entire, my entire career now is, you know, you do, you revert to your lowest level of training. You can think that, okay, well, I've got a fire or I've got a gun safe next to my bed. So if somebody comes in, I'm going to reach over and I'm going to grab my gun. Well, have you practiced reaching for it in the dark without your glasses on? Have you practiced putting in your code when, you know, you're in that scenario? Have you, you know, done any of these things? Because if you think that your body is going to naturally roll gracefully like 007, which I just started (laughs) watching GoldenEye for the first time yesterday. You've never Never watched GoldenEye? I've never seen any 007. You've never seen James Bond at all? No. Oh, my gosh. Well, you've corrected that so we can still be friends. Yeah, right. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. So oh. I feel like I had to start with Pierce. So I started with Gold. No, you should have started with the original and worked your way up. Yeah. But, you oh, know, you're you not going to be out there James Bond in it. You're going to, you know, you're going to be fumbling around in the dark. And, you know, it's, it's, uh, so that that's what people miss. Training. Is, you know, they, ad- they invest in these security products. They rely on them and they're fantastic. But at the end of the day, you have to be confident in yourself. Yeah. Exactly. That's a great answer. I like that. So you pick you pick the next question. There was one that, that I like really liked. Okay. Facebook um, or Instagram? Jacob Rosecki. Okay. My question would be, with so many new gun owners buying for family protection, what in-home device would they recommend when children are present? Nice. Uh, again, I'm going to start with it all starts with teaching your children firearm safety, number one. If you're going to have firearms in the house, you know. I mean, I've got young children, so I understand that there are some limitations <laughs> with a, a three-year-old and a two-and-a-half-year-old. But, you know, number one is teaching your child, you know, what to do when they see a firearm. Uh, step two is making sure that that firearm is always in a safe setting. So, you know, I prefer and, – and that's up to you as a parent to decide um, – I choose to keep my firearms not chambered, but I know that they're not chambered and that is my standard for all my firearms. So I know that if I'm in a self-defense situation, I immediately need to chamber my firearm. Yeah. So because you train that them, way. Yeah. Mm-hmm, Cause I train that way. So I keep my firearms not chambered. Um, a lot of the times I will keep the magazine, um, separate from the firearm as well and then i do keep them in locked settings so the in plain sight shelf so that way i have quick access i have convenient access no matter what floor of the house i'm on um but they are still locked away um and then i do i do a lot of the training like i mentioned you know those i want to i want my children to know that if there is a serious situation, I need them to go into this room, you know, what what's going to happen. And then I have practiced getting that magnet onto the door open to drop down that firearm. I mean, religiously, I can do it with my eyes closed now. I can put in the code to my handgun vault with my eyes closed in the dark, uh, you know, and, and that's, that's how I've chosen to protect my family. Mm-hmm. You take it serious. 
you know, that's, I take it and that's the way it, that's the way it should be taken. Mm-hmm. So that's a good question. And I think that answers a lot of, a lot of some of these other questions as well. Uh, or Alpen out, what is the number one most critical part of firearm home security? And I think that goes back, like you said, to education and training, firearms education mm-hmm. and training, and then learning your system that you choose. Mm-hmm. And once you start running through that, when you really start thinking about, you know, if somebody broke into my house, um, what am I going to do? That's going to help you identify what products you need. You know, do if I'm sitting in my living room and somebody, you know, comes breaking in, where do I, how, where can I get a gun at? You know, how, how fast can I reach a firearm? That will tell you, do you need a firearm in that room? What, how fast do you want to access it? Uh, one of my favorite shows to watch is First Person Defender by uh, Gun Talk Radio or Gun Talk um, Advertising. Uh-huh. If you have not watched those, they are. They're fantastic. You know, that was one of the first things that I saw when I came into this industry was watching those for my company. And it's amazing to see really how you react in real life settings. What is it called? Gun Talk TV? Uh, It's it's by Gun Talk, um, but it's First Person Defender. And they're all on YouTube. If you go in there, First Person Defender, uh, they're fantastic. It's a fantastic series. GunTalk.com, First Person Defender, Gun Talk Mm -hmm. Media. Okay, I'll have to check those out. Very nice. All right, next question. Let's move on here. We got several more. Um, I don't know. I've been very. This is Ryan Abbott. I've been very curious about the hidden in plain sight concealment furniture in the two A community. After doing a lot of research, it seems that most of what's on the market are accessible with a magnet kept nearby. With children of all ages in the house, is this the most secure furniture offered in this market? when pertaining to hidden in plain sight concealment pieces, or is there other options? For example, things like fingerprint access, manual switch combos, hidden keypads, etc. Obviously, the magnets are quick, but couldn't manual switch combos be just as fast with training, which anything could be just as fast with proper training. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've also been curious about quick access mounts that are specialized for vehicles, especially pertaining to PCCs. With recent events that broke out across the country last year, I've seen so many people opting in for PCCs in their vehicles. Are you currently offering or thinking about offering an option for quick access in vehicles? So the answer to that is yes. We've answered that. I've been looking into these options for a while now, so I can't wait to hear the show. Cool. So rolling that back to the beginning, yes. you know, I think he started with, you know, how can, an, in how can in plain sight furniture be that secure? Yeah. Uh, that's a valid question. And it's why we designed our in plain sight furniture to uh, be puck compatible right out of the box. Um, with that quick access, you know, you're right. It is made of wood. You know, there is, it does take, it's not, it's not as secure as a, all metal vault vault. safe yeah absolutely you know but you know it's it's that convenience factor yeah so if you put the puck in there then you'll know you'll get that tamper if you know because the kids aren't going to be able to get that magnet on their first try and you know drop that gun and even if they do you know the puck will send you that notification that the door is open that one somebody's moving the magnet around on it and then two if that door opens yeah um so you know that response time very good. And let's see. Uh, I think that answered 
most of his questions. So is there anything coming from you guys with the fingerprint or retinol? The biometric or, <laughs> scanning? Yeah. You know, I could never get my iPhone to open up with my fingerprint. So I I, I don't know. I've, I've had laptops had before too that yeah. um, I could use any finger and it worked. After it, and really? somebody else could use their, yeah, yeah and it, they're, yeah, they, I, they've I've probably come a long been, way since then, but I don't know. I mean, I want to think it has, but you know, same thing. My computer had, you know, the finger one, and I, I, I'm not a fan of it. I, I haven't found it to be reliable. I don't feel like it's very secure. Um, I just, I don't trust it. So I'm not saying that we won't do it, but like I said, you know, we, we develop products here that we really believe in and that we want to use, and I don't want to yeah. use that. Yeah, until you put the research <laughs> into it and learn more about it. I understand. Mm-hmm. So let's take one more. And let's see, we've got several. I think a lot of and I think we've kind of addressed this a little bit, but there's been several questions about you know, what if I lose the Wi-Fi connectivity? What if I lose power? What if, um, you know, the smart home goes down? Then what? Um, Just, you'll get a notification on your phone. Yeah. You know, that's that's really step one. If if any of that stuff goes down, then you're going to get a notification. Um, even if it goes down, your products, your your um none of our products would put your valuables at risk. So for example, um, you know, if somebody did cut the power and your puck lost power in your vault, again, it's not giving them access to your vault um, for the vault door. If somebody cuts the power to the vault door uh, or cuts your Wi-Fi, the door is just, it's not opening. So, yeah. you know, it's not like what if, if one of those things happens, it's just going to, you know, er, just swing open for them. It's going to stay locked down until, you know, you go there and restore power. Um, the door doesn't even need Wi-Fi to, to function as a door. So, you know, it doesn't rely on that in any way, shape or form. You know, we know that with any electronic, it's not really an if, it's a when, you know, something's going to you know, Wi-Fi is going to circulate, power is going to circulate, you know, it's going to happen. My so power we went sure off today to... for no reason Yeah. for like three minutes. I mean, it's a clear, perfect day, no storms, and yeah. the, the power just went off in my house. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's not if, it's a when it's going to happen. So we engineered our products to make sure that even when that happened, you're still safe. Yeah. All right. Last question. And this is my winner. This is uh, Corey Brown with a bunch of other things after his what Instagram name here. When helping my in-laws on the farm, I've noticed there isn't much out there to secure your rifle in the tractor. <laughs> Can mm. lockdown secured address this problem? All of us in the flyover states would be appreciative to have more options in the market. Them pesky coyotes aren't going to shoot themselves, LOL. <laughs> so is he talking about just being able to find something to hang the firearm on the tractor, like secure it to the tractor or keep it like safely secured? I, th I think uh, both. I think he's probably. I, I can I, I can answer both. All right. I, I knew you could. He, so let's address both. Well, and, 
you know the answer to both. So, yes, I mean, I okay, when it comes to securing it to make sure it's safe, you know, we've got, you know, the trigger locks, we've got the, the gun locks, all that good stuff. I don't think that's really what he cares about. When it comes to securing it to the tractor, mm-hmm. let's talk, I mean, we got to go back to those magnets that you brought up at the beginning of the show. Yeah. So, these two high powerful, mag- very powerful magnets, one's meant for handguns, one meant is meant for the Magnum is the long gun. Uh-huh. And two screws, if you can find a spot to screw it into the tractor, those things will hold like a fully loaded shotgun horizontally. And those, I mean, they are powerful, powerful magnets. You know, with some firearms, we have used, you know, two um, to brace it at the the end and the, the forend. Right. But to balance it. it yeah. Yeah, they they are great. They are perfect for that, you know, securing, just like you said, you know, under the desk, on a tractor. We put them throughout that custom forerunner that we did so mm-hmm. that you could just be hanging guns in the most nonsensical places, but that's the fun part, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, those, that, that Magnum Magnet is what I would recommend for securing that to the tractor, and I am so glad you picked that as a winner. <laughs> so, and I think also what he's talking about is leaving it in the tractor, and mm-hmm. then and then having the like the security there if if somebody were to break in possibly i recommend not leaving it in your tractor for one Mm-mm. don't do that because no matter what kind of security you got in there somebody can break that window very easily and and steal your stuff so just in case that's what you were talking about i'm i'm addressing that there uh so don't do that don't do that. And it's just, it can't be good, right? That temperature and humidity, I don't care where you are, it can't be great. No. We're leaving it in there no. all the time. Yeah, but if you're going to be in there and you, you're looking for a place to, you know, mm-hmm. a device to to actually hang it and put it up and secure it while you're you're driving around using the tractor or out working on the farm, what Renell just told you is perfect. And you can you can take down them pesky coyotes. We had a we had an answer here from Sack Archer. He actually answered it. it. Says AK is always slung across my back on the four wheeler and a makeshift scabbard out of old soft case for the tractor works pretty well too. We used to have a hog problem. Used used to have a hog problem. Used to have yeah. yeah. <laughs> Homemade scabbard took care of that. <laughs> <laughs> but you can still have it in the scabbard with those magnets and hang it up. Yeah, so I've got one. I've got one last fun thing. Oh, okay. That we're doing right now. All right. Um, I like fun. Yeah, I like fun too. So when I was looking at you know the different consumers, right? Different different types of people who use firearms. Mm-hmm. I, you know, lots of people use our products, but there's so many different kinds of shooters, right? You've got um, in in I kind of like Harry Potter sorter hats, right? So like what? Uh, what did you just say? Like. Like Harry Potter sorting hats, right? You know, you got the different houses. So there's different types of shooters, right? So okay, there is the protector, right? And this is like this is your everyday carry person. Uh-huh. You know, the, when they when they have their firearm, they realize, and and this is mainly the group that I fall into. I'm a little bit trainer too, and we'll get into that. But um, you know, their firearm they look as a life saving device. It's on them all the time. They have it, you know, throughout the house. They know that that firearm is going to save their life someday. So they got the protector. You've got the trainer, right? These are these are the the tactical guys. These are the range guys. They've got plate carriers. They've got night vision goggles. I mean, when they think about using their guns, it's like zombie apocalypse. They're going, I mm-hmm. mean, it's it's to the nines. There's the collectors, 
probably the trainers who've gotten a little older. You know, they like the fancy guns. They they're the uh, the trainer doesn't want you to know how many guns you have. You go over to the collector's house and everybody knows one of these guys like, you want, <laughs> you want to see how many guns I have? Yeah. You want to see this new gun I got the other day? Did you see that you know brand new product that came out from this company? I mean, they are on it with like the uh-huh. best, the coolest, the most brightly Keeping colored. Keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah. And then uh, there's the explorers and the explorers are, you know, like that's the, the hunters. They look at their firearms as, you know, a source Tool. of food survival. And yeah. Uh, or the people who go camping and, you know, really just kind of bring a firearm to protect them from larger beasts. Um, so, you know, you've got these these four categories, right? And I think everybody has a little bit of each one in them, but there's usually one that is really predominant. You know, for me, I'm almost all protector. Trainers, just a little bit under protector because I do just love fun gun stuff. Mm-hmm. But if you go to lockdown.com right now, go on the banner, you can actually take this little 10 question survey and it'll give you a little chart that tells you, you know, what kind of firearms owner you are. And, you know, it's a little corny. Like I said, you know, I compare it to the Harry Potter sorting hats just because it is a little bit of, you know, that genre, but it's neat. It's, it's fun. I had a lot of fun developing it. And, um, well, let me take it. Let me do it right now. Yeah. We'll do this for the, for the eye and you guys can go here. It's lockdown.com. Where do I go? Uh, go to the homepage, home, and there's going to be a little banner for it. Homepage. Okay. So first thing that's going to pop up is the pilot, like I mentioned, that's going on for the plug right now. So if you can get it to scroll to the right, a little arrow over there. There, there you go. Take the quiz. Take quiz. Which far, firearm owner are you? Persona quiz. All right. You read the questions, and then I'll answer them. Okay, and some of these, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. Some of them make you a little bit uncomfortable. Okay, okay. So I'm gonna throw it out there right now. We don't ask for any of your information. There isn't any way that any of these answers can be linked back to you. So you know, just like those old, you know, in the magazine when you would circle the answers. Don't Nothing worry about any of here. your safety you just, being compromised. You just go through an answer and it tells you what you are. I guess. All right, let's do it. Yep. All right. Where do you predominantly store your firearms? In the handgun vault, standing vault, uh, the original box, uh, or on display. You can, and I only can do one. Yep. Okay. It forces you to kind of commit to an answer. Probably more along that lines. That's on display. <laughs> I can tell by your background. Slash vault room. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Where do you travel most often with your firearms? Everywhere to the range or to go hunting or outdoors? Everywhere. Everywhere. All right. How often do you train? You shoot or dry fire daily? Uh, You go once a month? You go every other month? Or you're kind of a three more times a year person? I do something daily. That's that a boy. Yeah. All right. Which type of firearm is your favorite? And again, you have to pick one. I know it's not easy, but you got semi-auto, revolver, shotgun, a hunting rifle, or an MSR. Oh, which is it's your favorite. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Oh, my gosh. Well, definitely not a shotgun. Shotguns aren't my favorite. I like them, but, hmm. When you say MSR, mm-hmm. what is MSR? Modern sporting rifle. Oh, modern sporting rifle. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's not really modern, but I like AKs. Would you I, consider I'd that throw a, that under MSR. MSR? Yeah. AKs have, have over the past three years become my favorite. So yes. They're they're making a come up. 
Yeah, it's because of the Talking Lead AK Corner. Tune in each month, the 15th of every month, to listen to the Talking Lead AK Corner. I love it. This this month's AK Corner, we're going to be talking competition shooting, uh, AK-specific competition shootings. We're going to have competitors on. We're going to have some of the event organizers on, so... I love it. Very nice. All right, next question. Okay. How many of your firearms uh, are something other than black? Uh, so None, my listeners know that I've got to do something to my firearms. I've got to add some sort of color or <laughs> something. I love to hydro dip. Um, oh, do you? You do your own hydro dipping? I do. I do. Oh, I've got something to talk to you about offline. Do you see the giraffe ones back there? I don't know. I've got some that are I didn't. giraffe. Uh, so most. All right. Most How many of your black. firearms have aftermarket accessories? Some, oh. most, or all? <laughs> all oh. of them? Oh. <laughs> what is the main reason that you own a firearm? Protection, hunting, or because shooting is just fun? Because I can needs to be yeah. in there. Well, and I mean, that for me fell into like the shooting is fun category, right? I mean, it's, you know, I own them because I just love shooting. I know. So that that's a tough because I can't say I just own them for protection. It's not the main reason. The main reason is not hunting. The main reason isn't shooting is fun. The main reason is all those. All the above needs to be in there. I'll say protection. I know. I know. It's hard to choose sometimes. I'll say protection. You're going to kind of be an anomaly. You've got answers all over the board here. (laughs) I told you. I I break things. All right. And there's a reason I put this question last, but there was no way to get a good answer if I didn't ask it. Okay. How many firearms do you own? One to five, six to ten, eleven to twenty, or plus. I think everybody knows the answer to this one. Mm -hmm. All right. Click agree and it'll spit you out a little chart. Okay. I agree. Submit. Um, Okay. I've got a picture. Ah, here we go. All right. So you are predominantly a collector. collector. Mm -hmm. You see the beauty and the beast. You honor your firearms by showcasing them, the coveted, the costly, the unique. Technology adds to the functionality and the showmanship on and off your firearms. One is never enough, and one more is always the answer. I, I can agree with that. I cannot mm-hmm. disagree with that assessment. So, so, and this is what's neat, right? Because originally, when I was building this survey, because you know I built it with the help of you know my boss and my coworkers, mm-hmm. but you know, I mean, this is just you know me having fun. Um, see, you're predominantly collector, but if you look, you know, you're also very heavy on the trainer side. Yeah. Um, you know, going to the range, doing all that stuff, you know, and you've even got a little bit of the the explorer and a little bit of the protector, you know, one, one person isn't solely one type of firearms owner. And I think that's something that's really impactful to recognize that, you know, everybody owns firearms for different purposes, for different reasons. And, um, but there, it's a unifying factor between all these different types of people. We all believe that firearms are a source of something in our lives. And for all those people, you guys need vault accessories and that's what I'm here for. There you go. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And you can go to lockdown.com and see all the the products that they offer, all the the accessories for your safe, for your home organization, your gun organization, your gun safety. Yeah. Uh, it's all and there. And actually, scroll down. back up to that photo. Yeah, Is this your house. So, I wish it was my house. This was this was a really beautiful house we used for some photography. But you see all those guns on the wall. Yeah, 
those are being held up by those magnum magnets. Oh, okay. Now, let me ask you this. How how, uh, difficult is it to get them to release from the magnets? Oh, it's not. Okay. All right. I need to try those. You need to to send me a couple. Because you you saw the the magnets I had. (laughs) Yeah, those are a little overkill. I've got those rare earth magnets that you could hold up a... Could hold up your next um, f- forerunner that you're going to give away with the oh, yeah. with the new lockdown organization system for it. So. <laughs> I mean, that was that was a lot of fun. Well, this has been fun, Ronell. I really appreciate you taking the time to be on. Um, again, let's announce our winners because I don't know if we made it perfectly clear who won. Uh, who did you pick? I chose. They were on Facebook. I thought he was on his mm-hmm. Jay Allen. Jay Allen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So that's J. Edgar Paradox. He put it on both. So J. Edgar Paradox, you have won an In Plain Sight shelf and a puck. Mm-hmm. Send, send me an email, talkingletgmail.com. Let me know that you are the winner. We'll need your address, contact info. I'll forward that on to Rennell, and then she'll get that, that out to you. Uh, and also let mm-hmm. uh, let him know if you want the white or the brown version. It's a, it's a dark brown, almost black, but there's okay. a white and there's a brown version of that shelf. So there you, you can go. choose which one you'd like. Yeah, go to their website, pick which one you want. And I picked, I picked the tractor guy, Corey Brown, MKTM4FN. <laughs> so whatever that means, uh, you are the the second winner. Same thing. Go to the website, pick which color you want on the shelf, uh, and then you're also going to get one of those awesome pucks. And I want to hear feedback from you guys, too, when you get these products, and let me know how you're utilizing them, And because um, that's what she wants to hear. She wants to hear, you know, everybody's got different ideas, different ways that they can use things, and the variety that we're going through that you can set these up and make them work is pretty much endless. So let's get some feedback from you on those as well. So everybody, thank you for taking the taking the time to post those questions and your comments. If we didn't get to your um, your question and you you still want it answered and we didn't answer it, shoot me an email talking at gmail.com and I'll uh, get with Renell and we'll make sure we get you an answer. And you know, make sure and go follow us over at Lockdown Secured on both Instagram and Facebook. You know, I'm I'm always doing something fun. We're always doing giveaways or surveys or, you know, really just trying to engage with you as consumers to find out what you guys want, what I can get for you. So there you go. give us a follow and uh, make sure you're on that email list for those vault doors and you guys can be uh, some of the exclusive testers. There you go, leadheads. If you're interested in that, make it happen. Go sign up for that newsletter. Uh, and what are you on? I guess you're just at Lockdown on Instagram and Facebook? At Lockdown Secured. Lockdown Secured. There you go. Make sure you go follow them, like them, leave a comment, let Renell know how much you appreciate her being on and giving you these awesome prizes. And who knows, maybe maybe she'll come back and do it again with us sometime. I'd love to. Well, when those new products come out, you'll have to definitely come back on and we'll talk about those. The oh, ones you yeah. can't talk about that you gave us a little hint about. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. You oh, guys are going to love it. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I love <laughs> new stuff. 
<laughs> and we're going to be doing a really cool starting in February for those products I can't talk about that I'm going to talk about to you off the show. Uh-huh. We are going to have a really neat giveaway, um, a really neat contest that you guys are going to want to stay tuned with starting in, in the January, February timeframe. Oh, okay. First of the year kind of stuff. Nice. Kicking mm-hmm. off the new year right. Can't wait. <laughs> all right, Lidheads, make sure you go and uh, support all the sponsors that make this show possible. Mission First Tactical, missionfirsttactical.com. Use the code LEADHEAD. You're going to get 20% off at Mission First Tactical. Those are the awesome dump trays that you see that I've been holding up. They do the magazines, 30-round AR magazines, and the AR furniture. Seal1.com. LEADHEAD is the code you use there to get 25% off at Seal1 for all your gun cleaning, uh, CLP, cleaning, lubrication, and protection needs. Go to Seal1.com. Nemo Arms. You can go to Nemo Arms, and you can get 10% off their any of their firearms, their suppressors, their handguns. Who's offering 10% off on any of their stuff right now? Everybody's charging like double <laughs> these days. Uh, TL10 gets you 10% off at Nemo Arms. Factory 47, Leadhead, gets you 10% off. That's our our AK Corner logoed accessories and apparel at Factory 47, 10% off, Leadhead. I try to keep it the same across the board if you haven't noticed there. Uh, <laughs> 1776 United, do you see the awesome Talking Lead logo shirts that I'm wearing here? Our official Talking Lead logos, our Leadhead Brigade logos, 1776 United. You get 20% off, use the code TALKINGLEAD. And I think this is the time of year basically where everybody's like having Black Friday sales and everything anyway. Mm-hmm. So you probably get some even better deals. Just visit their website, see what they've got going on. I noticed Lockdown's got a lot of things marked down right now on their website. Uh, so no no code needed for those. So go check yeah. them out. It's Christmas is coming up, and there's going to be a shortage of everything. So go ahead and lock in your Christmas presents now. All right, Leadheads, until the next episode, as always, keep your loved ones close. And your firearms closer and more secure with all the lockdown products.